podcast. By now, I would hope you know what that means, but it stands for Theology of Plain Men. And today, there are only two of us plain men. It feels like it's been that way. Well, a, a little, little bit, bit yeah. There. We're really, uh, you know, my back's starting to hurt. Um, <laughs> all you other TPM <laughs> guys out there, you know, I feel like Andre and I over here carrying the team. Okay, well, it's only been two in a row, so let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. I love getting ahead of myself. But it's one of my favorite pastimes. Uh yeah. So before we get into it, we usually like to open with just like something that's been in our lives lately. And so it's my turn um, to carry the weight of unstructured fun time. <laughs> and something that I've been, or I don't know, experiencing learning about is being on the other the other end of an interview, of a job interview. So I'm, I am in kind of a supervisory role. And so I hire people into my department. Sick brag. Yeah. Weird flex, but okay. And uh, so I've been doing, so I do interviews now and I'm, you know, asking those stupid questions and, and, <laughs> and it's been really eye opening um, to see some of people's ideas of what a cover letter looks like. <laughs> um, it's wild, man. I it's had, I had to write a cover letter. Uh, recently applied to grad school. I had to write a cover letter for that, and I reached out to actually a few TPM guys. I was like, "You guys, I haven't done this in three <laughs> or four years. Please help me." Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope good. it was more than just your name. Enter two sentences and then just dropped off on a otherwise blank page. I hope it was more than that because were I got they, were one they of those. good sentences though. Well, no. Oh. <laughs> were they complete? Were they grammatically They were correct? complete. Uh, Cuz that would have been bad. Yeah, I won't you sign know. off on any grammar uh <laughs> approval. <laughs> you, you can't fault them yeah. for that. Dude, um, interviews are stressful. But like, yeah, but let me tell you, it's kind of nice being on the other side. Is it know? nice it's, or is it more stressful? No, it's definitely not more stressful. Okay. No way. Okay. Absolutely not. Because not only am I like, there's, I have every reason to be confident. This is my... You hold their life. I, yeah, they're like a baby bird. Your they hands. like a little baby bird. <laughs> no, okay, uh, now okay. I'm getting carried away. Right. On, on that topic, that's actually not a bad segue into what we're going to talk about today. You know, I just jokingly said like, you hold their life in your hands, Andre. And... Uh, we were kind of, uh, truth be told, Andre and I didn't prep a ton for, for tonight. Cards on the table. Um, but Andre shows up. He's like, hey, been convicted about this lately. Uh, we should hash this out. So what we're going to talk about tonight, broadly, uh, the idea of money, riches maybe, is, is probably even a better word. The idea of riches. Um, and we're going to do something a little different. Uh, uh, Andre had a passage that... He read through and was like, you know, this really spoke to me a lot. We're actually just going to read a big old chunk of scripture, um, and we're going to kind of just roll on it. Um, I don't know, Sunday sermon style, maybe, if, if you want to call it that. But um, something a little different. Uh, we're kind of just going to offer some of our thoughts um, on what we think on the idea of riches. So, uh, Andre, you want to kick it off? Yeah. So this is Psalm 49. Hear this, all you peoples. Listen, all who live in this world, both low and high, rich and poor alike. My mouth will speak words of wisdom. The meditation of my heart will give you understanding. I will turn my ear to a proverb. With the heart harp, I will expound my riddle. Why should I fear when evil days come, when wicked deceivers surround me? 
those who trust in their wealth and boast of their great riches. No one can redeem the life of another or give to God a ransom for them. The ransom for a life is costly. No payment is ever enough so that they should ever live on forever and not so that they should live on forever and not see decay. For all can see that the wise die, that the foolish and the senseless also perish, leaving their wealth to others. Their tombs will remain their houses forever, their dwellings for endless generations, though they had named lands after themselves. People, despite their wealth, do not endure. They are like the beasts that perish. This is the fate of those who trust in themselves and of their followers who approve their sayings. They are like sheep and are destined to die. Death will be their shepherd, but the upright will prevail over them in the morning. Their forms will decay in the grave, far from their princely mansions. But God will redeem me from the realm of the dead. He will surely take me to himself. Do not be overawed when others grow rich, when the splendor of their houses increases, for they will take nothing with them when they die. Their splendor will not descend with them. Though while they live they count themselves blessed, and people praise you when you prosper, they will join those who have gone before them, who will never again see the light of life. People who have wealth but lack understanding are like the beasts that perish. So, I think I might have a career in audiobook narration. <laughs> Is that possible? That felt good. It, it did. I'll be honest. <laughs> it... M- I got a little sleepy. If I'm on, it's so All right. it's well, so a, silky yeah. that it just I I just you know yeah, it's nap well, time you know, nappy sleepy sleepy a little bit yeah. All right. Well, if you made it through that, you those will, of you who are still awake with us, yeah, you will re- realize uh, why we're talking about money and why this this passage when I read it the other morning, truly like this week. Um, Kind of was a slap in the face, a little bit of a wake-up call to a topic that I have not uh, been thinking rightly about. I think I have been um, too quick to put my some of my worth into my money or my lack thereof, or or you know, kind of where where I stand financially, where I want to go financially. Just a lot of of these thoughts have been bouncing around in my head, and I, it started. I can tell it started to kind of take over my value system because when I read this and I read that um, people will take nothing with them when they die, their splendor will not descend with them. It's 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 like, oh, yeah, that's right. I do know that that's true, but I have not. I can t- just tell that I have not in my heart believed that and I have not been um, going about my life in a way that matches up with that. Yeah, and what I find so fascinating, because I'm so with you, is that, like, and truthfully, this is something we talk about a lot. Like, I think we say, like, this is something I haven't, like, theology I haven't, like, utilized or put to practice, but to say that we don't talk about this, I think, is is just not true. I think it, I think we do plenty of talking about it, but it's almost like I don't do enough of, like, oh, yeah, like, this is meaningful, this matters, I, I know this, and you know, I've taken this to heart. It's I talk about it so much more than I actually like meditate on it, pray on it. And when actually, you say talk about it, what do you mean by that? Do like you, between you like, people. Oh, like, sure. Like, like head knowledge. Money stuff. Money stuff. Yeah. Like the yeah. theology, the doctrine of money. Like the idea you don't take it with you when you go. Like, yeah, I've thought about that plenty. Yeah. Uh, anyone who uh, who knows me knows that I 
my tendency is probably to sway the wrong direction of of just not of not stewarding it well or not even caring enough maybe is the right way to put it um but but i think that's different so that's well that's interesting because when you say stewardship because so one thing i wanted to say during this episode was that you know i think money and yeah money is one of the most addressed subjects in the bible especially in the new testament or or at least in maybe maybe it's i've just i just have heard that maybe it's in jesus's teachings like he talks about money more than he talks about any other discrete subject welcome to tpm where we know 50 percent of what we're supposed to know (laughs) when we record the podcast uh it's somewhere there i've I've heard that as something like that as well i don't know so we think that that's probably the case anyway it's certainly mentioned at least a few times all that i'm trying to say is there's a lot more in the bible about money and about what to do with your money and the way to think about your money and so this i would this probably isn't even in the top 10 money passages but i this i think that this psalm is interesting because it gets more at the the heart of your relationship with money and the way that money is part of your identity right i like than it does necessarily about what to do with your money right the word relationship is yeah, an yeah, excellent yeah. word yeah the the dialogue here is so the the culprit, if you will, is so entangled, engrossed, infatuated with the money. It is a relationship. It is it is to the core identity, and that's mm-hmm. maybe where we probably don't have enough discussion. Right, because so like I you know, <clears throat> identity has everything to do with the way that you view yourself. Right, that's kind of what we're understanding to be identity. Right. Yeah, it's it's one kind of those of. things yeah, where I mean, it's one of those yeah. things where like. When it's taken away, it's it fractures you. It's you're not okay. That's an identity thing. It's like yep. if you lost this, what would happen to you? Right. Um. Yeah. So, a couple. I'm just scanning through this passage again because there's a couple like kind of images. I think they talk about like people's houses. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not be overawed when others grow rich, when the splendor of their houses increases. I think to to succumb to that is is I think that's why it's so easy to link identity to this is because you're looking at that material thing, that like image, that emblem of somebody's wealth and it and it somehow it morphs into what who they are as an identity and right. and your lack of that morphs into your lack of whatever value that that is. And I had this like this vivid thought in my head as soon as you read that the first thing i could think of is do not be overawed with people with this gross wealth right oh. overawed at, at other people right that's what he's saying is don't be overawed at all these other people with their wealth we are so infatuated i'm going to use that word a lot with the beautiful people with rich people we can't get enough of it as a culture right like oh uh, my gosh it's uh, it's, yeah. it's we have Watch it. Watch an Academy Awards show. All it is is you're just looking at the richest, beautiful, most successful people in the world and trying to pat figure out how each much other money on sp- the back. How much money they spent on their dress? Exactly. Or their tuxedo that looks we, exactly like the one you have in the closet. We are obsessed with rich people, and we are obsessed with their wealth and their houses. MTV Cribs was a show. Yeah, come into <laughs> come into my house where when you open the fridge, there's a flat screen That's TV a good in the example. back. Right, oh, like. Man. That we are obsessed and, and, as a and, culture, yeah. And to go on the 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 house the house uh, analogy or uh, not analogy, it's very explicit. Uh, the 
freaking Wall Street Journal has a whole section every Friday about luxury real estate. Right. They don't report on anything as r- routinely as that other than actual news. Right. It's like... <laughs> So, it's like, so we are, yeah. As a culture, we are obsessed. So with. we should be, we should not be shocked that, right? Like our heroes, as we're growing up, are these people who are are plainly wealthy, and and that's what gives them a stage. That's what makes them distinguished. A lot, of, a lot of times, people are just wealthy because they're born into it, and then all of a sudden they have a platform and a stage. They didn't earn any of it, but they've ended up with this wealth. And now all of a sudden, they're a public figure. Um, so I guess when I read that, th- like that was the first thing I thought. I was like, we shouldn't be all that surprised that this is an identity problem because we, the people we look to, their identity of the people we look to, the beautiful people is the word I like to use, uh, they are who they are because of their wealth in a lot of cases. That's not completely true across the board but i don't think we would be nearly as infatuated with celebrities if their lifestyle and the wealth of their lifestyle was not wrapped up in it as well yeah um another line from in here it's right after the basically the biblical equivalent of uh you come into you leave this life with exactly what you come into it um it says, <clears throat> though while they live, they count themselves blessed, and people praise you when you prosper. I think that gets at another, just another dimension of what we've been talking about, that the culture totally feeds into itself. People praise you yeah. when you prosper. You right. know, every, that's celebrated. What was your ROI on that deal or, right. or whatever? Or, or back up a little bit even, hit closer to home for you. We jo- I joked about it, but... You congratulate someone when they get a job, yeah. Right. You, yeah. We we praise people. Essentially, that's what that's what they've done. They've that's that is that you know. A lot of that is oh great, like you get a job, you get to make money, you get to buy a house, you get mm-hmm. to have a white picket fence and two point five kids and a golden retriever. <laughs> like this, it all we we praise that as mm-hmm. even as Christians, I think we we do that. It's just like a cultural yeah. societal thing, and I don't think we're immune to that. So then I think it's important to to like read like finish finish all these sentences off, you know. I think a lot that's like this the common structure of this this psalm is that there's these statements about people valuing wealth, people valuing their riches and putting their identity in that. But it seems like a lot of these verses then end with the repeated truth of uh for all, like you know, just to read a couple examples, for all can see that the wise die; uh, their splendor will not descend with them. Uh, these people will never again see the light of life. It's it's that death is imminent; that death is unavoidable and um, and final. Right, and it, and it has in it in it um, does not uh, honor. Riches. No, it does not discriminate. Mm-mm. Death does not discriminate. The the line <laughs> I actually wrote down is that death levels the playing field. Yeah, right. There is yeah. when when it comes to death, it's y- there are no riches mm-hmm. that can can stop it. It literally says no payment is ever enough, so that they should live on forever and not see decay. Right. 
Which we know. We know. Which we know. But that, but that's, so far. But that is the punctuation <laughs> to all of these, like, oh, this is how the world is. This is how the culture is. Nope, doesn't matter. Right. This is, this is the Bible telling us, nope, it doesn't matter. You need to pick something that's more secure. Mm-hmm. Way more secure, way more eternal than zeros in a bank account. Right, yeah, you... Uh, this is going to be so corny. You need an investment that... Oh, boy. Right, like a better investment than <laughs> yeah. your 401k, right? Yeah. Because yeah. your 401k, that's not good enough. Right. Eternally, it's not. It, right. Eternally, it's going to run out. Right. Um, but the answer, and if you were with us last week, you'll understand that the answer to this is not one either of two extremes. Spend that cheddar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Zach Doman financial model. You know, spend it's that not cheddar. just like with control, which is very intimately related to this subject, which we could do another whole 20 minutes on. But it's not throw your hands up and give up and say, nope, I'm not going to I'm not going to be wise about my money. I'm not going to do anything because I, I'm too afraid of, of it becoming an idol. That's not going to work. You'll be homeless. <laughs> you know, it, it just you the, the reality, the fact of the matter is in this life, in this world, you need money to eat and so on and but then of course the other side of it is totally idolizing money and being being the bad guys of this psalm and so you know it, it has to be that the answer is somewhere in the middle right and yeah that's you don't want to be the bad that, guys in the psalms yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't end well for right, them right read the psalms identify the bad guys don't be those guys so uh the great michael francis um my my dispensational friend um he uh, Andre said said a little nugget when we were getting ready for this, and it reminds me of a quote that Michael Francis says. Andre all, said something, and it reminded me of something better that Michael Francis. Well, <laughs> what do you want from me? It, it's true. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. Um, we um, in the in the history of TPM uh, once HHA, uh, we have talked a lot about this idea of gray areas, right? That we have all these gray areas in life and the Bible doesn't explicitly say this thing about this specific thing. Right. Um, and when we go through these gray areas, I actually don't believe they're all that gray. I think the world is more black and white than we often want to give it credit for that. When we get down to the nitty gritty, it gets black and white. The, The more foundational you get to what your motivations are and root causes and root sin issues the world becomes very black and white and not all that gray and michael has said this about a lot of gray areas like is it okay for christians to do this is it okay for christians to participate in this to feel this way to participate in this activity um he it's it's a brilliant line i've said that three times i'm gonna share it with you now yeah yeah. he said the thing that matters zach the thing that matters listener is that you things can't master you there is there is one master and that's god if anything is mastering you wrong then that is where you're wrong that that's that's a that's a fragment of what paul's writing about when he's talking about um food offered to idols like all things are are like this thing is is permissible for me but is it is it being helpful right like this this is a this is a it's maybe not the best place to go there but it's like these things are fine money is fine alcohol is fine um video games are fine sports are fine like all these things they're not that they're not bad 
but is it does it master me right like is it am i taking it to a place where it's not good anymore money money's fine like money as a as a as a piece of matter as an object it's it itself didn't nail jesus to the cross me saying uh i am gonna put money on the god throne of my heart that nailed jesus to the cross and i would just just adorn that perfect thing that you said with <laughs> with this uh, with the <clears throat> backbone of this psalm that is repeated at the halfway point and at the very end which is the structure you see all the time it says people nope that's not what it says oh okay just kidding it's the one at the very end the the punctuation of this psalm it says people who have wealth but lack understanding are like the beasts that perish it does not say people who have wealth are like the beasts that perish it's people who have wealth but lack understanding right uh, yeah. yeah. So not to so exactly not to vilify wealth, but but to you know vilify lack of understanding, being this like you know being stupid are, about it. There are so many hand motions in this room right now that if you could see it, you it's like there was kind of a silent gap there. I don't know if I've seen Andre's hands move more than I just saw they right were, there. Yeah, there was a lot of movement. But that's but again that's that's what sin and and idolatry like. That's what all these things, like that. That's what it is. It's like that's the the eating food sacrificed to idols. Like that, that's what Paul writes. It's like that that food, that's not bad. But like to some people, that's putting them into a state of where they're back worshiping their gods again, and that's why that's sinful for this person. Is because now that's taking a, a spot that only God deserves to be. Um, and, and that's what all these things are. That's what all these gray areas are. When we talk about riches, you are, Hey, we're going to talk about control again. You are not in control of your riches. Anything you have, anything you have had and anything you will have or not have, or have never had whatever it huh. is not yours. It never was yours, and it never will be yours. It's all a big, fat loan from the big man upstairs that he's entrusted to you. N none of, like, we, d you do not have control over it. You, you do not decide if you wake up tomorrow and get to breathe again. You do not decide if, if out of nowhere, your your company tanks and you get laid off tomorrow um and that's that's so much different than saying you go ahead and be lazy right because it says it right here people who who have money but lack understanding who lack wisdom right like there, there's an aspect of good stewardship work as though you work for the lord that's clear in scripture um, do and this is exactly what we said last week. Uh, so please go listen to it. You can do everything you have in your power, and that's good. God calls us to that to be wise, to do everything we can. But at the end of the day, if riches are on the throne, like that's going to get taken away eventually. Like it's not a, I'm like it, your material life will get taken away from you eventually. Right, because it doesn't it doesn't cross over with you into eternity, 
And if who you are is is wrapped up in riches and in these things, you're going to be sorely disappointed. Yeah. All right. So let's hit some application. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. What is that going to be here? Because, you know, because like I said, this isn't a stewardship thing. This isn't a, you know, put your money where your heart is sort of passage is it i mean that could be if you if, if we want that to be the boots on the ground application it yeah can. it seems like it's more an idolatry passage than a yeah uh, a right that's what i would passage, say yeah. yeah so because but the only reason i say that is because stewardship is such a tantalizing application thing yeah <laughs> uh whereas like you know what's your application for idolatry don't have idols <laughs> <laughs> super easy um, this is very easy i'm gonna take a crack at this you got one i'm gonna try um, oof. Uh, there are some people who aren't going to like this application, but um, talk to me offline, and we'll and we'll go from there. I'm going to challenge the listener. Consider caring less about riches. Straight up, I have a hunch that if you're listening to this, you care about riches too much, because I think we all do. Just just outright. It's a numbers game. <laughs> outright, I'm generally I think we just fundamentally care too much about it. So consider and I'm I'm gonna say, do not uh, uh, don't be unwise, don't be reckless. That th- these are very different things, but consider caring a little bit less than you currently do. And and consider caring caring more about God. And that's that's a lofty idea. But as you are, meditate on that this week, ser- seriously to the listener, just just put that in your brain a couple of times this week when you're thinking about when you're looking at your at your budget or you're looking at um, your bills or whatever you have. Just consider for a moment: do I do I care about this too much? Just outright, not am I being wise or am I being unwise, but it, is this taking on so much of my heart that to the point where I'm I'm losing capacity to care for people, I'm losing capacity to to emphasize my relationship with God. So think about that. I, that is not a perfect application point because um, there are there are people out there who. Who you're you're doing okay on on the are you properly caring about money? Uh, you might not have that problem, but the vast majority of you out there, I'm gonna get I'm gonna play I'm gonna play the odds. I'm gonna say you probably care too much. Um, so consider caring a little bit less. If both of us do, we're we're two for two. We're two for two percent of the people in this room. It's a it's a that's a decent sample size. <laughs> that's at least fifty percent of our listeners. <laughs> Yeah, but I'll, I will any day give an application point that hits 50% of people. That's great. That's not bad. That's a great return. Okay, so that's good. That's challenging, and um, we'll see if I do it. Uh, my my application point might actually be a little bit more challenging. Uh, maybe even more of a hot take. So I think, and I, and I you know, I'm kind of spitballing here. You guys all know that we're a work in progress and you know we we try to do a good job of of uh raising the bar of the stuff that we put out with, with TPM but 
to some degree, this is verbal processing. Actually, to a large degree, this is verbal processing. So I'm going to verbal process this. What if we were a little less secretive about our finances, about our salaries, about our spending? What if we talked about that a little bit more with the people that we care about and trust? I would say I don't know. I don't know really anything about the financial lives of my closest friends. And I think that there's a, a big part of that is because it's part of my identity and I'm scared and I'm insecure right. of people knowing that. Yeah, like why is it so taboo why to is talk it such about? A, yeah. Like, and I think that it's pre pretty linked to the worldly half of this psalm, right? Every uh, All of these lines, there's this worldly half and then there's this, this biblical truth at the end. And I wish that I would recognize that we are all going to die and have zero dollars to our name the instant that we die, you know, and then that's what that is. And, and to say, and to acknowledge that that doesn't matter in the now. Um, I don't know that's, and that's really hard and I probably won't do it, but, <laughs> but I think it's, but I want to, <laughs> I, I, so no, you know what? I have a friend who says you don't actually want to do something unless you do it. If you say, yeah, I, I want this to be a part of my life. If you're not, if, if, it, if it doesn't end up in your life, if you don't end up doing it, you don't actually want it. That's just, that's a, you know, those things are not reconciled. And so I guess I, I, guess I do want that. So I think I'm going to challenge myself to, to actually doing that in this next week, next month. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if, we'll I see. A, if I have a, uh, <laughs> if I have no due date on it, then I can, I can never fail. Well, like I said, it's been verbal processing. Big time, big, big time verbal time. processing yep, today. But you know what? That's what happens when, when it's the two of us in a room yeah if you didn't like this uh then blame you, the rest of the tpm guys say, because you, we could put some emails out there and we could let you know who to yes. who to have to yeah to email hassle. uh theology of at com. attention everyone <laughs> other than zach and andre because uh, it's a zach and andre show right now when you leave us alone this is what you get and you know what <laughs> this is going to be a good test to see if uh our people listen to our own podcast we'll because see because if we don't get any flack in the next week right that's going to be almost worse. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being with us. Thanks for, for listening to our verbal processing. As always, we hope it was edifying. Have a great week. <laughs>